Hello, and welcome to Viewpoints, Dominion DMS's video podcast series, where myself, Sharon Kitzman, president of Dominion DMS, highlights our vendor partners. And today we have Laura Tierney. She's the sales manager and a managing partner at ARS Loaner. Laura, welcome to Viewpoints. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Laura, um, just before we get started, maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about ARS Loaner. Sure. So I am actually a former uh, high school teacher. I taught biology and anatomy and physiology, and um, I kind of started teaching part-time for a while for a while and at the same time worked part-time helping uh, a gentleman named Chris Irwin and my husband Brian Tierney manage their consulting world, uh, IT consulting business. And Chris Irwin um, happened to have a client who was a large um, car dealership group that he had written basically what I would call a form filler in DOS uh, in the 90s for them uh, to fill out rental agreements slash loaner agreements. And they came back to him and wanted him to reinstall this DOS program in multiple dealerships and were continuing to use it through the early 2010s. And Chris finally came back to him and said, this really doesn't make sense anymore. Um, I think this program should be written as a, um, a cloud-based solution if I write this solution as a cloud-based solution, would you be willing to purchase it more as a subscription-based software and we can move forward from there, but it will make it much easier for your car dealership group because it won't be basically downloaded in one single location. So they agreed to that and they were interested in it. So he rewrote this program in um, the early 2010s and um, basically came to me and said, I think we can sell this uh, product, but I can't sell it. Would you be interested in helping me do that? So I said, sure, I'll see what I can do. And I just kind of looked at it the same way I looked at teaching. I spoke to people about what their problems were, what they didn't understand. I tried to learn as much as I could about the car. world and car dealership world, honestly, and I started just basically talking to people about their problems with loaner cars and how I could help them solve their problems with this software-based solution. So that we launched in 2015, and we've kind of been growing with it ever since. That's that's a very interesting transition, um, anatomy and biology to automotive um, and technology. <laughs> But I think, and I know um, more about cars than I ever wanted to learn. <laughs> I, I know everything about cars and car dealerships that I would have never in a million years thought I would know. Excellent. But I, I think your um, transition there and, and how you and how you articulated it, it's it's about talking to people and listening, right? Um, yeah. uh, makes makes a lot of sense. So um, we're here in in April. It's tax day. Um, but we're here in April, and um, I trust your first quarter um, went smoothly in 2023, and you're off to a good start in the year. Yeah, we actually saw huge growth in the beginning of 2023. 
So we're really happy about what happened for us in the beginning of the year, and um, we hope it's going to just keep continuing for the rest of the year. Excellent. So beyond transitioning um, the software from a DOS-based form filler to a, a cloud-native solution that's subscription-based, um, maybe you could give the dealers out there uh, listening an example of how your solution provides unique value to their business. Great. So in 2015, like I said, we kind of took this thing that was a form filler, and then very quickly I learned that hey, it needs to be a lot more than a form filler. It needs to manage all aspects of having loaner and or rental cars. And when I use the term rental car, I kind of use it loosely. Like we're not trying to like service um, enterprise rent a car. Um, we don't have, you know, it's not a super complicated solution uh, similar to probably what they need. Um, but uh, we basically added to it and added to the architecture of it so that it would help manage, you know, things like damage to the vehicle and, um, you know, scheduling vehicles. And then, you know, again, moved on into something that was a much more mobile platform. Uh, so the thing that I think is unique about us is that we started with something that was, you know, very traditional for a car dealership. And there are car dealerships out there that really still love to live in that more traditional uh, PC world, I call it. And we then flexed and became very mobile with our solution as well. So it has all these mobile options where you can use a device to easily add information, uh, take pictures, grab signatures, make people acknowledge things uh, that are should be acknowledged before they sign. And those things are a lot easier to do on a more mobile device than they are on a PC. And then I always tell people we have an even more flexible solution uh, in my mind, which is probably the most efficient way for a dealership to go about getting a customer to fill out an agreement. And that would be um, where we create a reservation on a vehicle. And I like to do it by creating a reservation because in my mind, one of the worst things you could do is send someone some information and say, hey, we're going to ask you to fill out all this information so we can put you in a car and then not actually have a vehicle for them. So my third um, evolution would be to say we have evolved where you can create a reservation for a customer Send them a link either via email or text, but text is really the best solution for most people that, you know, are pretty tech savvy. They receive this on their smartphone and they are able to complete most of the information either before they come in, while they're waiting. It makes better for pickup and delivery solution, um, the after hours uh, drop-off pickup solution where you don't actually have to see a customer face-to-face. And we kind of, we had something like this, you know, in place, but as COVID became a thing, it was a huge solution that everyone needed. We need to get cars to our service department to be fixed. We need to have customers be able to give us their cars and not be in our waiting rooms. So what is the solution to that? You drop off your car, we're going to have a car waiting for you, and we can make this whole transaction happen virtually. Wow. It sounds like it was the perfect solution at, at the right time in the industry. Um, <clears throat> what you just described also sounds like 
even though you said it, it, it's not necessarily a solution for like an enterprise rental, it sounds very similar to what I experience when I rent a car from one of the major rental companies. And we do have a platform that would kind of handle that if a car dealership wanted to be a more what I call you know, have rental cars, the big difference that you're going to see in a rental company versus just where you have more like loaner slash rentals is that, you know, people in rental car companies want to be able to have uh, price points for renting by the day, renting by the week, renting by the month. You know, maybe you charge for extra hours and all kinds of different things that you might have to charge for that you typically do not see happening in a car dealership. Right. But at least from the consumer experience, it's probably, yeah. it's probably very similar for them. It's very I'm, similar. It, it sounds like a fantastic solution. I'm, I'm always amazed at the number of technology providers and software solutions that dealers need to consider when thinking about um, the ecosystem inside of their dealership. It's, it's just vast. Um, and as a DMS provider, oftentimes um, we're called upon to provide data or transaction information to that, that broad ecosystem, in, including solutions like yourselves. Um, we're constantly looking for ways that we can improve that experience on behalf of the dealer, of course, our, our joint client, but as um, a consumer of data looking to get data or put data back into a DMS, is there something that we could be doing differently at Dominion DMS to make your lives easier and hopefully our dealers' lives easier as well? So let me just first address like what I think is going right with integrations. Okay. Um, so the big thing with integrations that we see the customer uh, our customers the, our joint customer the dealership wants is to be able to pull customer information from the DMS into our solution so there's no double entry. So that makes sense and that's pretty easy API. Like these are our data points that we want to share and we want to bring those in. So that seems to be working really well. The thing that I see more and more dealerships asking for is that you know, when someone uses a loaner car, there could be charges associated with that customer when they return the vehicle. So the big ones are um, fuel usage is big right now because the price of fuel has gone up quite a bit in the right. last few years. So customers were allowing that in the past, the dealerships in the past were kind of allowing that as a courtesy. But once fuel gets above like $3 a gallon, we see that that is not something that most dealerships want to provide. Just you know, mm -hmm. an, in, an indefinite supply of fuel for their loaner cars. So right. w the thing that I see that could be better for, for dealerships is if, and again, it all depends on if we can make the API work correctly, where we say, we know at the end of the use of this vehicle, they want to charge X number of dollars for fuel. Maybe they want to charge so many dollars because the customer smoked in the car and they're going to have to clean it. Uh, there are things that the dealerships now are seeing more and more that they would charge a customer for associated with the loaners. So now we have a total that we want to charge the customer, and they want that information to come back into the DMS. The tricky bit is where does it come back into the RO? And, you know, we need it to go back in correctly so the the 
the downside to it is we don't want it to go in incorrectly and mess up their accounting. Uh, It needs to flow into the correct place. And honestly, it probably can just be hopefully one data point that comes in and it and again the biggest part that we find is where does it come in is it should it be taxable non-taxable etc not to be too boring but these things are things that dealerships worry about they don't want just money that they're charging the customer and then they you know it just messes up all their accounting like where did this you know 153 dollars and 40 cents come from um they need to have it accounted for properly and so i think that's the biggest hang up with the uh pushback in the api and if that could be solved i think it would make a lot of dealers happy because there's double entry on that point right and it also sounds like a potential leak right in improbability so um, all right. Yeah. Well, that's that's great feedback. Um, I will pass that along to the team and see if we can get that uh, working for you as well. Um, this is um, an ever-evolving industry, as I like to call it, right? If I look back over the last three years, we went through, of course, in addition to some of the things that you just described uh, related to the pandemic, we went through labor shortages, chip shortages, inventory shortages, obviously. And now here we are with um, price um, price hikes on on things like gas and of course uh, rate increases. Um, as you and and your team sit down on a quarterly basis or annual basis, however you do your planning, and think about where dealers are heading in 2023 and maybe some of the upside or potential downside that you could help them take advantage of or hopefully mitigate. Is there anything that that comes to mind that you'd like to share with our audience? You know, I think what I see happening still, and I think that the inventory and the um, supply chain stuff is starting to come to an end. However, the price point for new vehicles is still very high. And Mm -hmm. so I'm still seeing customers holding on to their current vehicles a lot longer. And so that is still good for dealerships in the service department world. So maybe they're not selling as many new cars because people are resistant to pay for a vehicle at that price point, but they're willing to keep their current vehicles in better condition um, and make repairs on those vehicles rather than just think, hey, I'm just going to trade this car in and get a new car because it's it's lived its life with me. Um, So I think that's something that dealerships need to look at and how do they how do they capture those customers um, versus those customers going to an independent repair shop? And one way is the loaner cars, and I know that 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 benefits our system because it it makes dealerships realize that they need a way to manage those cars. Um, but if they really think about it, those service customers are out there. And one thing that they may have an advantage over an independent repair shop is the ability to put a customer in a vehicle and um, basically capture that high ticket sale in the service department versus the new car sale. And, um, you know, so I think that dealerships could really see a lot of growth in their service department, even in coming years, even though we're starting to see inventory. so we're trying to make sure that we have the product that allows them to manage large fleets, um, just make it very efficient and um, less time-consuming for them to put a, a customer in a car versus the traditional ways that they've done it in the past. 
it sounds like better controls over that car as well um, when yeah. it's coming back yeah. and, and, and how to optimize yeah. it as well. Absolutely. We, we try to make that all part of our solution so that um, you're seeing that a customer's been in a car too many days or, you know, you're, you're just cycling them faster and taking them out of uh, service loaner faster, too, because a lot of times what these dealerships are doing is they're only, if they're in a courtesy transportation program, they're required to keep those vehicles in for a certain amount of days, a certain amount of miles. But it's very much to their benefit to cycle those cars out and still sell them while they can sell them as a new car. And again, because lack of inventory, like get those cars moved in and out of the programs, put them back into new car inventory so that you have some inventory to sell. That's, that's a great point as well. So I'm sure based on all the value that you've just shared um, with our dealer audience, there's dealers out there that um, would be interested in kind of taking the next step with AS, ARS Loaner. Is there any, any details you'd like to share um, with them if they're considering purchasing a solution from your company, uh, ways to contact you or the best process to go through? They can always reach out to me, um, and if they go to our website, www.arsloaner.com, there will be a link on there where they can um, request a demo. That, that information automatically gets filtered to me and my team so that we can reach right back out, give them a calendar link where they could sign up just to do a quick uh, run through. I, I don't like people to be afraid of my demos. They're very, you know kind of to the point, but if you want them to be longer, I, I can go into more detail. We're, we're pretty low pressure on any of that kind of stuff. And I would just say, you know, we have a very flexible software and we have a very flexible team um, here willing to help you. And I think the very last thing that I would say about um, our company that I think puts us above um, our competitors is that we have far and away the best customer service out there. And we deliver all this at a really great price point. Um, so I think, you know, people are getting top-of-the-line software, top-of-the-line service from our team at probably the best price point they can find. That sounds like the perfect combination to me. Um, yeah. All right. Well, Laura, as we close our session out here today, um, since we're both living and breathing the auto industry all day long, do you have a favorite car, maybe um, a muscle car or um, a favorite car that comes to mind um, when you think um, about the automotive industry? So um, when you say muscle car, that kind of makes me laugh because as a mother of four, I've really never thought about driving a muscle car as my vehicle of choice. However, I did... Um, in my 20s, drive an Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, and it was just because it was a hand-me-down car. Uh -huh. And at the time, I had met my husband, and he made fun of me all the time, like teasing me that I was I drove a muscle car because I had this Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. I, I don't know the engine size, honestly, but it had a pretty big engine in it. And um, people love people love to like really fix up fix up the car from that air, that Oldsmobile Cutlass from the early 80s and make it into a muscle car. Um, right. I didn't really drive it by choice, honestly. <laughs> in my real life, um, my real life, I mostly have driven, you know, SUVs and minivans because I need like optimal space for kids and, and equipment. 
So that's my real world. Um, and um, my kids are getting older, and I'm starting to get smaller SUVs at least. Um, but, yeah, I probably still always love that hatchback world where you can, like, get all your groceries and everything in the back. I, that's my boring life. No, it sounds like a great life to me. Four children yeah. and a career. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe you'll eventually get that two-seater sports car to tool around with on your own someday. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Laura. Um, it was great hearing all about ARS Loaner, and I'm sure our dealer audience will appreciate it as well, and hopefully contact you through that website and schedule a demo. So again, thanks for your time and teaching us all about that product. Um, I really appreciate you having me on your podcast. And um, again, if anybody wants more information on our company, just go to our website, arsloaner.com. You'll find me. <laughs> Thank you.